What's up with Jessup? It's the only way to wake up. We state our views, state facts, and then afterwards we make up from politics, business to lifestyle. Let's get this. Jessup Jong knows all the facts. He has no missed list. This podcast is your place for breaking news and hot takes. It's the only way to wake up. What's up with Jessup? Hello. So, I would like to talk to a different issue today. Many people think that anxiety or nervousness, worry, are negative emotions. And when such emotions go into overdrive, they certainly are. Today, however, I'm going to talk about the benefits and function that worrying serves in your daily lives. In the ancient times, worrying or being wary meant that you could ward off predators. Human beings are pretty much genetically ingrained to uh, take turns when sleeping to make sure that predators are not trying to kill us. And so people just naturally take turns waking up a little bit and then uh, when another person is sleeping, that person uh, wakes up as well. Similarly, uh, that is uh, now a obstacle to productivity because it no longer serves a purpose. Unless you have an infant or a baby or a puppy that you have to care for, um, that does not serve a purpose. And most likely you live in a shelter where you are quite secure and certain that hyenas or other predators will be attacking you while you sleep. So those are remnants of being wary uh, that did serve a purpose uh, but no longer does not. However, that doesn't mean that worrying, anxiety, nervousness still does not serve a purpose. In fact, it is only the balancing when worrying goes into overdrive by definition when it is in excess that it becomes a problem. Worrying and thinking about scenarios is almost like practicing through situations that actually can happen to you. And it depends on whether you are worrying about things that are realistic concerns versus imaginary concerns that are very unlikely uh, to come true, but in your head it seems like it will. So excess, the amount, as well as the realistic nature of your worry uh, serves 
as a yardstick in determining whether your worry and nervousness is truly healthy or it does not serve a purpose. And an example can be if you're trying to do a project and you are worrying about it, um, you go through different scenarios. And by going through the different scenarios, you could either uh, worry about it and then get nervous and mess up the project, or you could take it the other way in which you worry about the things that can go wrong and you prepare against those things that could go wrong. For example, if you worry about falling over in that presentation of the project, you can then take steps. Will you wear heels? Will you wear um, comfortable shoes that will allow you not to trip over? Those are things that you can do, actions you can take that will help you to actually prepare against that. And so the start, initiation of the concern is legitimate and you thinking about that will actually help you address those concerns. The problem, however, becomes when uh, it becomes more than that, where uh, it's no longer just an address of concern, it becomes playing that concern so vividly in your imagination that it becomes reality for you. So with the same worry of falling over when you're having your presentation, if you play that over and over in your head, so much so that uh, you are constantly in uh, distress and uh, you cannot focus on other productive things, such as the actual content, substance of the presentation, that is the boundary and starting point when the worry becomes excessive and unhealthy. So, uh, you know, you might think that while, you know, falling over is really an unrealistic concern, um, then we can apply that concern and nervousness, anxiety, worry to a different issue, such as substance. So. Uh, you can think about you know, the presentation format. Um, do you have enough citations in your presentation? Do you have enough evidence to back up your argument, etc., etc.? So those are concerns that you have. And you may have nightmares. You may um, just go into a daydream all of a sudden and think about that worry. And in most cases, uh, at the beginning, that really just puts you in the right mindset to think about the project. If you're thinking about the project all day nonstop, uh, you are bound to improve on that project because the number and amount of time that you spent in that project is larger. So in that sense, you are processing information. And that's what computers do, and that's what your brain is doing. Uh, it is processing information and when it is relevant, 
uh, such as improving the substance of a presentation, um, it is useful. And I experienced that today where um, I was looking at an argument and uh, trying to come up with an explanation that uh, really incorporates the evidence to the argument. And I did think of a great uh, way to tie those two together. And so I thought of it. Uh, it started off with nervousness and worry, but then um, I thought of that explanation. It was an explanation that I had thought of many times before, but the only difference was I did not document it. So that's one way to productively process and take care of your worries, where uh, make your worry work for you. If you know you will be worrying, you might as well worry about things that will help you. And so in my case, I was worrying about the same issue again and again and again. And so that was taking up a lot of brain space uh, when it did not need to. So what I did is I opened up my note pad and, I, and then I uh, wrote it down because then I know it will always be there. It is well thought out, organized, and I won't have to worry about that issue particularly. Now I can worry about other things. And so uh, I think it's fascinating to break away from the stigma that worrying, anxiety, and thinking about a concern is a bad thing. Because if you think about it, a, a compliance officer or a business manager, a CEO, a lawyer, all these people, what, are, what they are doing is solving problems. And if you can anticipate problems and solve them before they happen, it's almost like the CIA or an intelligence agency. When their job is best done, you will never even heard about the problem. You'll never even hear about it. And so in that similar manner, what worrying is doing for you is the idea that um, you will anticipate problems and solve them before they become problems. And that is interesting to think about because um, that completely changes your mindset on how to deal with these issues. And so in my case, now that I've pretty much cleared my headspace, because that is a lot of real estate. It's a lot of processing power for your brain. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of your motivation because after you worry a lot, you become exhausted. You become tired. So that's a lot of real estate that you've just freed up, which means uh, it's almost like cashing in on an entrepreneurship venture. It's almost like cashing in on a stock you bought. It's like cashing in on that weekly check. And so now that you've cashed it in, um, that real estate or that um, money is liquid, which means you can do whatever you want to with it now. The same resources you had tied up somewhere else about worrying about this issue, A, now you can free that up, make it liquid, and uh, work on the other issues that are at hand. So 
in that sense, um, it definitely serves a purpose, um, having the record so that you do not lose that train of thought uh, will be very important because after a while you will have an accumulative effect where you will have a compilation of the issues you've worked on um, and you won't have to worry about that over time. Whereas um, if you do not record that, you'll forget that you worked on that issue and because it is such an important issue, you will most likely be working on the same issue for weeks on end. And not only is that harmful for your mental well-being, but it is also harmful for your productivity. So that is something I recommend where you um, make your concerns and your weakness work towards you because you know you can try to stop a behavior that you do not want but you can also assume that you will continue because people are creatures of habit and you can say and assume that you will continue to do what you have been doing that has been causing you pain and you can say how can this habit work for you and that small tweak and change has has pretty much transformed you from a constant warrior to a productive uh, and proactive manager so um, I hope that was helpful um, if you have feedback please let me know and I'll see you next time Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you liked it, don't be too greedy. Share. Share with other people so that other people can learn from the same information that you do. So share this. I also have two books out, um, especially the uh, book on Amazon. You can search my name, Jessup Jong, on Amazon, and you will find the book Human Suffering. The Kindle version is out, and the paperback will be out soon. It is uh, delivered to all regions and locations. So if you're interested, um, let me know and, and you can buy the book. If you've bought the book and you're a fan of the podcast, uh, please feel free to send me a message of what you thought about the book and I'll feature your question or comment on the podcast. So share the podcast and buy the book. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next time.